بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه. The Jum'ah Khutbah is an essential reminder that calls the believers every Friday to increase in taqwa, God consciousness. This series shares Jum'ah Khutbahs that take place at the Al-Maqasid Seminary. Inna alhamdulillah, hamdan yaliqu bi jalali wajhihi wa azimi sultanih. اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضاء ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسن يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the possessor of all of the attributes of perfection and beauty and majesty subhanahu wa ta'ala the one without partner, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who sent prophets and messengers السلام, throughout time and to various peoples in order to guide them to what is pleasing to Allah and to their own salvation and sealed all of the prophets and messengers with our prophet Muhammad we bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save Allah and we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is his prophet and messenger. My beloved community elders, brothers and sisters, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To be mindful of Allah Jalla Jalalu and to realize that this mindfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should translate into understanding our responsibility in this life. That each and every one of us has a duty and a responsibility that we cannot avoid, that we cannot pass on to someone else, but that we all have to approach our lives recognizing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed on our shoulders whether we asked for it or not. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our Lord and He does as He wills, Jalla Jalalu. But He has placed on each and every one of our shoulders a duty and a responsibility. And fortunate and blessed are those who take on that responsibility and recognize it and sacrifice in order to accomplish that. And when we look at the stories of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een, you see that their lives were lives of sacrifice. And that sacrifice was saturated with love. The origin of all that they did was love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. And that that love translated into giving everything for the beloved. 
the Muslims early on in the Meccan period, they migrated from Mecca al-Mukarramah to al-Habasha, to East Africa, to Abyssinia, to what is modern-day Ethiopia because of the uh, punishment and the suffering that they were facing just for saying la ilaha illallah in Mecca. So they migrated to a Christian king in Abyssinia, and Najashi, in order to be able to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to practice their religion without suffering any harm or abuse. And the polytheists, and there's many lessons in the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam's life for all of us. They still didn't give up. That even those who oppose Islam and oppose Muslims, they will go the extra mile. They did that from early on, but that never phased the believers. They never wavered. So they sent people to the Najashi, and they had a good relationship with him because there was trade that was going on between the Arabian Peninsula and East Africa and Abyssinia. So they came with very precious gifts and valuable things in order to have his heart inclined towards their argument. And they said to the Najashi, some of the worst people from our society, they actually ended up moving here recently. And these people have caused us so much trouble and we don't want them to cause trouble in your country the way that they cause trouble in our lands. So then Najashi called them forward and he asked them, what do you believe? And Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu wa ardah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's cousin, and one of the people who most closely resembled the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, outwardly and in his character. He represented them and he taught the Najashi what the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught him, that we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We used to worship idols. We used to eat carrion. We used to bury our daughters alive. We used to do these things that are ignorant practices. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught us to worship Allah and taught us beautiful character. And he took us out of darkness into light. And he refined our hearts and souls sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam. Then when the polytheists, their representatives, felt like, oh, the Najashi, this is a good argument. You know, we have to try to we have to try to uh, undermine them before they convince the Najashi. Then he said, they say something egregious about Jesus, alayhi salam. Uh, now, Najashi, who became Muslim, radiallahu anhu, at the time, is a Christian king. So he said, what do you say about Isa? What do you say about Jesus, alayhi salam? And then Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib, radiallahu anhu, he said, we only say what Allah and his messenger say. That the truth comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Things can get lost over time. But those who are sent by Allah, they verify and actually uh, confirm what is true. So he started reciting the Qur'an to the Najashi. And he started reciting verses from Surah Maryam. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم واذكر في الكتاب مريم and mention in the book, O Prophet Muhammad, the story of Mary when she withdrew from her family to a place in the east. 
Screening herself away from her family, then we sent to her our angel, Jibreel. The Holy Spirit is Jibreel alayhi salam. Now, Christians might have an understanding of the Holy Spirit, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, the Holy Spirit is the angel of revelation, the archangel Jibreel alayhi salam, appearing before her as a man perfectly formed. So she appeals. She doesn't know that it's Sayyidina Jibreel. She sees this strange man before her. And she says, I seek refuge in the most merciful from you. So leave me alone if you are God-fearing. He responded to her, I am only a messenger from your Lord, sent to bless you with a pure son. She wondered, how can I have a son when no man has ever touched me? And I have never been unchaste. She was a siddiqa. She had the highest level of righteousness. How can this be that you are going to bless me with a son when normally people are married and there's a way that children come into this world, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he had an extraordinary breaking of the norm occur for her and for her son. Sayyidina Jibreel then says to her, So will it be. Your Lord only says, Your Lord says it is easy for me. And so we will make him a sign for humanity and a mercy from us. It is a matter already decreed. So she became pregnant with him. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cast the one who created Adam alayhi salam without a father and a mother, created Isa alayhi salam, Jesus peace be upon him, without a father. So the one who created from, brought things out of non-existence into existence, cast the spirit of Sayyidina Isa into uh, the womb of a Sayyida Maryam alayhi salam. So she withdrew with him to a remote place. Then the pains of labor drove her to the trunk of a palm tree and she cried out, I wish I had died before this and was a thing long forgotten. So a voice reassured her from below saying, do not grieve, do not be sad. Your Lord has provided a stream at your feet. And shake the trunk of this palm tree towards you and it will drop fresh ripe dates for you. In other words, Sayyida Maryam alayhi salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in the Quran very precise details of what she went through when she was giving birth in the Quran. And this is something very important because even though obviously it's around the time of Christmas, that our difference with Christians is not recognizing the birth of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an, in his pre-eternal speech, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes his birth in great detail and tells us that it is a blessing for all of humanity and a mercy. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala recognizes the importance of the birth of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam and the birth of Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam and the greatest miracles occurred at the birth of Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Our point of difference is not recognizing the birth. The point of difference is ascribing divinity and saying he's the son of God. We reject that. But in the Quran, in the Salah, we recite these verses about the birth of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam and the details and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took care of Sayyida Maryam alayhi salam. So Allah says, so eat and drink from these dates and put your heart at ease. But if you see any of the people, say to them, I have vowed silence to the most compassionate, so I am not talking to anyone today. So then she goes back to her people. So she returned to her people carrying the newborn baby, Sayyidina Isa And they said to her in shock, Oh Mary, you have certainly done a horrible thing because they hadn't realized what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had manifested miraculously. Ya ukhta Haruna, ma kana abukim ra'a saw'in wa ma kanat ummuki baghiya, O sister of Aaron, you are the descendants of, you are from the descendants of the prophets. Your father was not an indecent man, nor was your mother unchaste. So then she points to the baby. And then they say, How are we going to talk to a newborn baby? Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam, this amazing miracle occurs and he speaks to the people. I am God's servant. And he is destined to give me the book, and he has made me a prophet. Now, everyone, if you see a child speaking a few words, it's amazing. But speaking these greater realities and declaring what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him is truly something momentous. And he has made me a blessing wherever I go. And he has commanded me to establish the prayer and give the zakat as long as I live and to be kind to my mother. And he has not made me arrogant or defiant. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, peace, says on the tongue of Sayyidina Isa, and peace be upon me the day I was born, the day I die, and the day I will be raised back to life. And we believe that Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam, he has not yet died but that he will come back at the end of time and that he will give victory to the way of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam and he will fight against the Antichrist and that he will put an end to the greatest tribulation which comes in the form of the Dajjal and that he will ultimately, when he passes as all the prophets and messengers and all created beings, they pass at a certain point and that he will be buried right next to the Prophet Muhammad. And in his lifetime, he will visit the Prophet Muhammad grave. So even the Prophets, they want to go visit the Muwajah al-Sharifah. And they know the, the rank of the Prophet better than we do. This is Jesus, the son of Mary. And this is a word of truth about which they dispute. It is not for Allah to take a son. Subhanah, glory be to him. 
Whenever he decrees a matter, he simply says be, and it is. So these miraculous things, bringing someone dead back to life, causing the leper to be healed and the blind to see, that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's permission. And all of the prophets and messengers had these amazing miracles. So Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib, so these are two stories that are intertwined. We're talking about Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib speaking to the Najashi and telling him the story of Sayyidina Isa as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed in the Quran. The Najashi, he recognizes the light of revelation. Ah, this is, this is the truth. This is from Allah. And he becomes a Muslim and he tells those around him in his courtyard, you should become Muslim and they rejected. So then he hid his Islam from them, but he believed. And he became one of the uh, believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger. So the story, the point of mentioning this story and going into extensive detail is that we as Muslims have a responsibility to share the truth with others. The Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib and the Sahaba in Habasha and wherever they went and wherever those who were educated and taught and uh, uh, nurtured by the Prophet wasallam, wherever they went, they were representatives of the truth and callers to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inviting people to know their Lord and worship Him and attain the highest degrees of salvation. So we cannot sit idly by and assume that this responsibility only belongs to a select few. Every single one of us has a responsibility in life. And in order to fulfill that responsibility, it takes sacrifice, whether that's time, effort. And if you look at the sacrifice of Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu arda, he was distant, he was separated from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi he migrated to Abyssinia and he only went to Medina in the seventh year after the Hijrah. And even then, his sacrifice and his service didn't stop. He didn't say, Rasulullah, it's been over 10 years. I have missed you and thought about you every single day and yearned to be in your company. And I now I've, I've given my time. Let me now just enjoy being in your company. Immediately at the Battle of Mu'ta, the Prophet puts him in charge and says, you have to go out and fight. And he was martyred at the Battle of Muta, which actually just took place. The commemoration was yesterday or the day before of the Battle of Muta, which took place in modern-day Jordan. And Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib embodying this sacrifice, embodying taking on the mantle of responsibility, is that he was one of the standard bearers. He was the standard bearer of the army. And the Prophet ﷺ appointed three people, and then he said, if they all uh, are martyred, then it passes to whoever you all agree upon. And Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib was the first. So he held the banner in his right arm until his right arm was severed in battle. And then he held it with his left arm until his left arm was severed in battle. And then he tried to hold it as best as he could with whatever remained of his limbs until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took his life. And he became martyred. And the Prophet ﷺ, he told the Sahaba, the Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib, Allah has replaced his two arms with wings, which he flies around with in paradise. And even then, his love and yearning for the Prophet ﷺ, he 
never ceased, never wavered. Before even being taken to paradise and being given the fruits of all of his sacrifice and effort, he told the angels, I want to go give my salam to the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam first. And the Prophet was in Medina. He said, wa alaykum as salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The Sahaba didn't see something from the unseen. He said, this is the soul of Ja'far ibn Abi Talib. He wanted to bid me salam before he's taken by the angels to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for him. We are inheritors of this legacy. These are our heroes. These are the people that we want to daydream about and yearn to meet and follow in their footsteps. But we have to recognize that they lived lives of service and fulfilling that responsibility. And we, we have to be people who follow in their footsteps. We have to invite to Allah and sacrifice and serve and not sit back and wait for luxury in this life. But realize that inshallah we will be reunited with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give the best reward for anything that he accepts subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahu yaqoonu wa qawluhu al-haqqu al-mubeen. Wa idha qurya al-Qur'anu fastami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turhamoon. وقال تبارك وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل هذه سبيلي أدعو إلى الله على بصيرة أنا ومن اتبعني وسبحان الله وما أنا من المشركين Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the translation of which is, Say, O Prophet Muhammad, هذه سبيلي, this is my way. I invite to Allah على بصيرة, with inner sight, I and those who follow me. I and those who follow me. And we all want to follow in the footsteps of the Prophet And this doesn't mean that all of our sacrifice and all of our service and all of our uh, effort all has to be exactly the same. Do whatever you can for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But recognize that you have to do something. I and those who follow me. And glory belongs to Allah and I am not one of the polytheists. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Azim wa nafa'na bima fihi min al-ayat wa al-dhikr al-hakim wa ajarana min khizihi wa adabihi al-alim aqulu qawli hatha wa astaghfirullah al-Azim li wa lakum wa li walidina wa li jami' al-Muslimin fastaghfiruh innahu huwa al-Ghafur al-Rahim Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah, wa nashhadu anna sayyidana muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barak alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in, amma ba'd, fayaibadallah, inni usikum wa nafsiya bitaqwallah, la ilaha illallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open the doors of tawfiq for us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us in whatever area 
wherever we intend to be of service, wherever we intend to draw close to Allah, whatever duty and responsibility we take on, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us his unceasing support and assistance, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us of those who when we meet the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, as he said when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam finally saw Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib after many years of being apart after the battle of Khaybar, the Prophet sallallahu said, I don't know which, uh, which of the two makes me happier, the coming of Ja'far, his arrival to Medina, or the battle of Khaybar the victory at the Battle of Khaybar, which shows that the Prophet ﷺ, the significance of the Battle of Khaybar and his love for Sayyidina Ja'far ibn Abi Talib, that when we meet the Messenger of Allah وسلم, we ask Allah that he smiles in each and every one of our faces and that he is happy with us and that he intercedes for us and that we are raised in the highest levels of nearness to him. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen wa Ya Akram al Akrameen. And when we realize what the people of sacrifice and the people of service are given on that day, we will wish that every moment was spent in service and every moment was spent in inviting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and serving the prophetic inheritance. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. وأكثر من الصلاة والسلام على البشير النذير السراج المنير سيدنا محمد فإن الله أمركم بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه وثنى بالملائكة المسبحة بقدسه وآيها بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى مؤازر رسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى الناطق بالصواب حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن ذو النورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ النبي المصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهما الحورة فاطمة البتول الزهرة وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات المؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة 
إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما Oh Allah, O oh most merciful and most generous Ya Allah, you have given us this day of Jumu'ah You have given us this day that is unique in your gifts and in your blessings and mercies. So we ask you, Ya Allah, that you honor us and you bestow upon us the crown of engaging in service and sacrificing for your sake. Fi khayrin wa lutfin wa afia, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you give us the tawfiq to serve the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and to serve this deen and that you make us keys that open the doors of goodness and locks that shut out evil, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. And we ask you, Ya Allah, that you spread the lights of Iman into the hearts of our brothers and sisters who surround us, people who, despite how things might look outwardly, are suffering in darkness and in constriction. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you fill their hearts with Iman. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you bless us and them to have beautiful character that is pleasing to you, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you restore virtue and goodness and modesty and honor in this society, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. And the only way that that will happen is through Islam and following in the footsteps of your beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alihi Wa Sahbihi Wa Sallam. And the way that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has that manifest is through the da'wah of people who follow and serve the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and realize their responsibility and their duty to creation and to humanity. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant us the highest levels of tawfiq and that you grant us your support and that you allow us to see uh, uh, large groups of people entering into Islam and that we see, Ya Rabbil Alameen, goodness restored and that the upcoming generation you make it a blessed generation ya arhamar rahimin ya akram al akramin wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala sayidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in ibadallah inna allah amara bi thalath wa naha an thalath inna allah ya'muru bil adli wal ihsani wa ita'i dhil qurba wa yanha 'anil fahsha'i wal munkari wal baghi يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر. Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.